0: In today's episode, we're speaking to Dr. Liz Jenkins. Dr. Liz is a licensed marriage and family therapist and a certified relationship coach with over 35 plus years and 75,000 thousand hours of expertise working with women and couples to reignite relationships so they can prevent divorce, infidelity, and lifelong dissatisfaction and navigate huge life transitions. And today we're speaking to Dr. Liz to find out how she changed her life by changing her mindset. Let's find out. I'm your host, Gur Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gur Khan your money mindset expert. And today I'm so excited. I'm speaking to Dr. Liz Jenkins. Welcome, Dr. Liz. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I'm Thank super you. excited to have you here. You are amazing. Dr. Liz, everyone's heard yeah, the intro, but please, in your own words, tell everybody what it is that you do. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Um, I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and relationship uh, life transition coach. And I've shifted really strongly to my couples connection because of all of the, uh, the all of the opportunities and resources and things I get to bring to to folks that h- hits their strengths. And um, we just build on the strengths and remove the obstacles. So, yeah, it's it's been fun. I've been doing this 37 years
0: um. wow 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 yeah quite experience. so, so Douglas, how did you fall into this I mean you don't wake up one day and say you know say I'm going to become a, a relationship coach right. well, talk us through your journey how did you end up being here
1: well I think um I think my my own successes and flops and fails with uh, my my marriage, my becoming a parent, all those types of things really did shape where I am today. Um, and I, I would I think about my young self in the early marriage and I'll, I'll share a little bit of that, but my young self as a therapist and out there telling women, well, you just got to put yourself as a priority and, you know, um, you can do it. You can fold the clothes and take care of the kids and do all those kind of things. I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, I was so off base in, in some of my um, experiences, but um, early on, I knew that I enjoyed helping people. And in fact, I was really kind of lost as far as a career, what I was going to do. Mm. All that I did know when I was out of high school, approaching out of high school, it's like, I didn't want to go to work. <laughs> so there's a little bit of a, la- a little lazy streak in there. And um, but I, and I wanted to do something that had me walking away and feeling like I would help people. But I didn't know, I didn't have a clue. So I went to college and just kept going to classes, taking a class after a class and people like, what are you going to do? I don't know. But I know I'm not economics. I would mark them off the list. And until I sat in a um, clinical psychology, I was entered in clinical psychology and the instructor was explaining the course. And I said, I just raised my hand. Wait, 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 wait. You I mean, are you telling me that you get paid to talk to people and help them feel better? And he goes, yeah i like that's it all right i'm done i got it so i was starting my junior year in in my undergraduate before like the lights clicked and then it was just like boom 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 everything just lined up for me in that was res- that respect but that was a, a lot of wandering and soul searching during that time period
0: so let me get this right you end up doing what you're like, helping other people with their relationships because of your own um turmoil of marriage basically right. yeah
1: yeah well it's um Yes, because even the best of relationships, the best of marriages are going to have ups and downs. Yes. And most of us, <laughs> we come preloaded um, into our dating, into our courtships and our marriages based upon either what we watched at home, what we watched on television, our own, you know, early attempts or other friends and family. And that isn't necessarily great stuff. Mm-hmm. And we also come into um, marriages and relationships without knowing that there's certain kind of say, roles or stereotypes or shoulds that we are functioning under without really identifying it. And so um, I've been still married to my husband, so we just finished 35 years in, in October. Oh, and, wow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just one guy. So he's that's it. And um, but we and we've been uh together 37 years. And so we've had that um consistent, I want to say, playground called our marriage where we could try and that was a miss and that was a win. And I started seeing when I was doing things right, or when we were doing things, we were clicking, how wonderful it was. And then I started seeing how easy it is for a couple to get into a fight and not even really realize it. And so, as I'm going through my journey, <clears throat> my experiences and having children, things, I was watching my couples as well go mm-hmm. through these things and walking away feeling like they were a failure or waiting too long you know talking to other folks and getting poor information and so that's where i started to really have that affinity um to work with my my couples and and have the, that that is one of my specialties
0: so tell us dr Liz, i mean what do you think is the biggest pitfalls for young couples now and um I mean, there's a there's a big rise in this coaching culture that's happened over the last decade, mm-hmm. uh, more so even uh, since COVID. Yes. And there are, uh, you know, when I first started, there was hardly any money coaches or relationship coaches. Now, every turn, every corner you turn, there's a money coach, business coach, or relationship coach. Right, uh, right. Coaches <laughs> galore. And um, they, I mean, you're, you have an extensive experience behind you. Mm-hmm. What are the dangers of, um, you know, of going to, you know, one of these newbies who hardly knows what they're doing anyway. Um, mm-hmm. And they give you this rose tinted uh, glasses version of what a relationship should r- r- look like rather than actually the reality of it, you know, the, the right. reality things are not as hunky dory and are not as smooth. Um, and uh, there's always a give and take compromises mm-hmm. is, is a big element of relationships. What do you think, you know, what, what do you yeah. think is the biggest pitfalls? Oh, I think you point out some really
1: important ones. Um, really, it's like considering who your expert is. You know, what are what are their experiences? They come out and they tell you, "Oh, I can I can show you how to whip passion back into your marriage." And just you know, you know, you know, two two exercises with me, and we can erase all of those roadblocks. But maybe it's been years where the the emotional aspect of of, say intimacy there's Mm -hmm. a huge emotional aspect to getting passion going or to feeling comfortable even like you want to jump into bed with one another and many many times my couples have spent months or years not having a physical aspect of their relationship some you know accidentally you know with kids or illness or whatever but some with just you know misunderstandings or that gap growing and growing and growing and so there are like you said you there are many many coaches out there that say hey i'm engaged you mm-hmm. should i'm a i'm a relationship coach i'm going to show you how to how to do it um you want to know their biases too are they biased to kind of discard if it gets hard in their own relationship what are their or are they their biases more of like we can make this work um what are their experience and i mean just sort of like test driving them there's many many times i would run into, say, a therapist, for example, back in the earlier years, (laughs) and they were working with married couples, but they are on their third divorce, Mm all right, and so personally in their own world. Now, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing at all, but I'm just saying that's a real thing that this person has gotten chosen well, or maybe not well, or there's situations, but leaving the marriage and leaving the relationship was an option. It has been an option that they've exercised multiple times. So if you're looking to get out of a relationship, that might be a person to help you because they've been there. But if you're looking to stay in and find the value in your relationship and stay there with the kids and stay there with your husband or your wife, then they might not be as, as helpful for you or unknowingly their biases may pull you down, pull you
0: aside. Mm. As you were saying this, I was thinking, well, how, how would you dissociate yourself uh, or disconnect yourself from your client's story? Uh, You know, surely if you are going through some difficult aspects in your own personal marriage or relationship and your clients are having something similar, it would trigger you something inside of you. So how do you remain neutral and mm-hmm. give um you know give your clients the best service and best you know best advice that's mm-hmm. suitable for them? May not be for you, but suitable for them. How do you right. how do you do yeah. that? Yeah, you're absolutely right. There's some folks who you think like, oh, this is not a
1: good place for you to be, but that's not my final decision at the end of the day. This mm-hmm. is where they want. Well, I think that comes from um all the years of clinical training that have we were work really really hard in grad school and then i have my doctorate in in that um and it's called transference and so what mm. it's and counter transference it's the emotions exactly what you said that the triggers and things the emotions or the experiences of working with clients that will bubble things up for ourselves so part of that um, is being extremely i want to say um self-aware and so that going into that, and if I'm still thinking about this client and the situation post session, or I'm thinking about a um, before, I'm anticipating that's probably something that I need to look at about getting getting back, getting neutral, and and reestablishing that this session is for my clients. Their mm-hmm. end result is for them. It's not my win or my loss. It's theirs. Mm-hmm. And so it's putting yourself in. Um, in the role of identifying, I identify strengths. That's why I like the coaching um, Mm. because the therapy can go on and on and on. And we, and we really do look at problems and unresolved kind of deeper issues. When you're working with a couple, it's the, it's the coming together of the couple. Um, And so each person comes preloaded and how they dance together or join together. It's, my opportunity to look and say, what are the strengths each of them are bringing? What is the strength of the relationship and how do we capitalize on that? And so that's where I get to sit back and say, you know, you guys are so awesome. Um, when you you are paying attention to each other, you may not agree with what they're but you're looking at them. And, and so you pick up on those things so that people start to see their own successes. And that's mm-hmm. in the coaching world. Like you get to see your wins. He doesn't maybe didn't realize i'm I'm giving my husband eye contact, and i I'm really pissed off with him right now, but it's nice eye contact or I'm listening or I'm nodding or I'm reaching out and touching them when when they're having an upsetting thought. Those are the types of things that we want to get those good gutchas mm-hmm. and those those layer and bring more optimism into into the relationship into the marriage and help people carry forward and make you know i would say educated decisions about their relationship and how they're showing up or if they want to stay.
0: And how do you now do the reverse? If you're having a tough time in your relationship, mm-hmm. how do you make sure that that doesn't filter in um, an impact or negatively impact more likely your, you know, your client's um, session, mm-hmm. or how do you, how do you keep your personal life separate and not let it interfere? Because obviously you're going to have your own ups and downs with your marriage.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. You're going to have good days. You're going to have your bad days. I mean, even just personally, even without marriage, some yeah. days you wake up like Ugh, life sucks. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not enjoying this kind of thing. And like, how do you do it? But again, it's part of this, like realizing, Hey, I'm not really on my game today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how do I, how do I, do I need to take the day off? Do I need to you know do some, some mental health stuff? Um, do I need to shift the types of people that I'm going you know that I'm working
0: with I hope you are enjoying today's episode if you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset then please register for my abundance mindset makeover workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com see you inside the workshop
1: It's really being aware, -aware, self-aware, self-care, creating the boundaries. Because if I'm if I'm really say I was really struggling in my marriage at that moment, and I had a bunch of conflicted couples, and I'm going to have five five hours back to back of people fighting, well, I may want to you know shift that around or look at what I'm doing how i'm building out my day with my couples and and plan a little bit more space and time for myself to disconnect or move forward so it 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 is about sort of like juggling and staying in tune with uh, with myself and then the vibes and things the situations and the transitions that my couples are going through
0: hmm. i'm gonna ask you this question just to just wrap this up uh, session up now <laughs> I truly believe, I actually do really believe, and I've read this in multiple places with multiple, um, I think, great mentors who say the biggest success factor for you or for anyone is the partner they choose. How true is that for you in your experience? Immensely pivotal,
1: immensely important. Um, I I try to, I guess that's also one of the things like choose wisely and choose well in the beginning is, is my model. It's okay to go slow. It's okay to do that. And, and as you're choosing wisely and as you're choosing, well, you want to match that with good practices, what, you know, good behavior, good manners um, coming in strong. It is very important because life in itself is tough and hard and we have our dreams, we have our goals or aspirations. And um, to have someone that is consistently maybe criticizing or dragging you down or pulling you off target or um, not celebrating your success, maybe they're envious or jealous, whatever. It's really hard to consistently show up every single day. And life's too short to always feel bad about what you're doing or feel like you're coming up short in, in your relationship. Um, and it happens, you know, it happens because, because sometimes we we don't recognize the signs until we're already in. Yeah. And, and if you're in a relationship and you're recognizing that there's some of these things that are holding me back or I feel like we're we're in a disconnect, that's the time to step in and see can we turn this around early? Can mm-hmm. we, before we spend years and years and years of going through the same loop and this um, statistically like 6.9 mm-hmm. um, years before couples will come talk to somebody about what's going on. And that's a long time to be miserable. It's a long time to be held back from your mm-hmm. career, your life success, struggle as parents, whatever.
0: Yeah. Yep. I mean, I I definitely definitely agree with this. I I think I've had I've had two failed marriages, and both one was an arranged marriage, which I am dead against. Like I, you can't <laughs> even imagine how against I am of these, especially the way yeah. mine was done. Um, okay. because of the yeah, because mine was um, they, they my father introduced me and uh, my brother, who was the older one, didn't want me to get to know him until after marriage because it wasn't good. Blah blah yeah. blah. And they hadn't done the due diligence, and he ended up being, um, you know, physically abusive, and he didn't want to uh, work, sorry. and it was just he was wrong for me in every uh-huh. shape and form. I mean, really? the, the marriage didn't last very long, it you know, uh, but my daughter came from it, uh-huh. and That's you know. Man. Yeah, that's a very big win. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when she was eight weeks old, that's when the physical abuse started again, and that's uh-huh. when I called the police, and we the marriage ended. But it's just uh, looking back at it, uh, you know, my life took a different trajectory compared to where I was going and how how well I was doing. And I ne- I'm not one of those people who thinks back and I'm going, you know, uh, what if? I, I know it was meant to be, and this is the life path, and this is my life lessons. But when I'm now giving advice to my 15 year old and my obviously 12 year old, when I'm thinking about them already, you know, we're having these discussions about dating and, you know, Mm -hmm. partners, futures and so forth. I'm very clear about what they need to be looking forward to in, in a future partner, even at this moment. So, you know, so so that, you know, I'm already sort of bringing, not brainwashing, but programming her into understanding look for a right partner. Um, And, um, and these are the qualities you need because I found I wouldn't go back and change anything in my life. I wouldn't have my kids otherwise, but had I not had this encounter, you know, my life would have been a completely different, good or bad, i I don't know what, who knows what was in store for me. Right. right? Yeah. But I know for a fact that this, this, this particular marriage put me on a trajectory which has really spiraled me downwards because it had not I mean yeah. that one I wouldn't have married the second person who was just the op- literally I went from this opposite to extreme to the other extreme so you know, in terms of looks wise and education was everything because I was looking for just- something that wasn't this person yes yes and height wise as well he was six for something the other one was a midget you know it was it literally everything mm-hmm. and so I know how 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 negatively impacted my life in, in such a such mm-hmm. a downward spiral so if you take your time, and I love what you just said, go slow, take your time at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I mean, marriage is always going to be a bit of a gamble. You're never gonna know how things are going to work out until the end. And I agree with that. It's, it's about compromising give and take. But at least do your due diligence and take it slow right. initially, rather than going through the world, will, you know, that you know, that world with romance and you know, going blowing away oh, in, the, yes, in the honeymoon um, period. This yes, is um, this is so important, I think. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I- I love that. And, um, and so to me, it's like, instead of like failed marriages, it was a you guys, you chose a successful ex- release, successful escape. I'm re- yeah. releasing you to the world kind of thing. And so.
0: <laughs> I, I would um, say that I would say, I think the the first one was just, um, just safe, you know, just saving myself and my daughter, yeah. oh, but yeah. it was more, yeah. but he, that was physical. I think physical abuse is, um, it has an impact on you for sure. And, you know, and I, I began, uh, someone like me began to have panic attacks and whatever else, because Aww. of physical, physical intimidation. Yes, yeah. I think that that more damaging is, because, and this is very common now, the narcissist, I ended up marrying, my second marriage was to a narcissist. And mm-hmm. I think that what the damage that a narcissist can do to your self confidence and who you are as a person is Hundred times more than physical abuse. That's my my personal experience, mm-hmm. and it, but I also find that that's probably the biggest determinant. You know, the, the biggest factor in my success because I completely fell apart, and then i you know the rise of the phoenix from the ashes. That's kind of happened. Mm. So I, you, I'm not going to play a victim here say my life's story. I'm just saying my experience is now mm-hmm. what I'm teaching to you know the future generation, saying, look, be very careful who you marry, it's better to not marry and slow down and take your time than mm-hmm. to just, you know, marry for the sake of marriage because you're now in your 20s and you should, you know, Oh, yeah, married. the clock's ticking kind yeah. of thing, yeah. It's better for you to do it that way. Um, yes. And th- that's my advice to, to future generations and my kids. Absolutely. And that's what, like like you said to your
1: kids, you're sitting down and saying, you know, help, helping them map out and not – and um, like – not program like but you're putting them planting the seed and the motto and for us it was for our daughters we have two One's 33, and now on the other one's just turned 28 or 28 and uh we told them go go to school get an education have a career then have the relationship type of thing. We want you to always be able to support yourself yeah. so that you're with someone out of choice and not out of need. Necessity. Yeah. 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 And so we've really did that. And, and, um, They have some, each of them have some very nice men in their lives. And so that's great. And, you know, the story continues to play out. But I think um, we choose wisely and choose well. And if we slow down some of the things that we just kind of gloss over in those early passionate moments, years, months, like, oh, that's okay. Or we're we're missing some of the cues. We're missing some of the clues. And like, um, I had one couple, super, super nice couple and, and things, but all the big decisions from her stopping her stopping her uh career path to support him while he went to school. He wanted to be um in the police. It was in, in California. And then moving so he could get his job and then him a year, another year, him deciding that wasn't what he wanted, but he wanted to go over and they moved out of state so he could be a flight instructor and things. And and so she kept changing her 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 path and putting things on hold and then when he was fully launched then it shifted because he was making the money we talked about money he was making the money and he was making all the decisions and she was really trying to still work two jobs to kind of keep up even though they had like prorated what but he kept making decisions that kept her having to work harder and have less money and when we sat down started looking at that dynamic I said there hasn't I don't see the give on this side Mm -hmm. I don't see you recognizing that of the sacrifices and the changes that she went through so you could be where you're at it's still more about me 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 and we said about the narcissist and Mm -hmm. and things and those are really important dynamics. Whether they're it's just centered around money, or is it going to be centered around down the road time, mm-hmm. or what your preferences or things? And so, give the relationship time to have a little life bumping around with it. And that's um, a tough thing too with the long distance dating when people meet online and they're mm. geographically. In different places, it's really hard because each time you meet up tends to be, you know, most of you, you drop in for a long weekend or you go away for a week. It's vacation time,
0: right? Where it's not reality. Seeing... <laughs> it's not real everyday life. I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something which is gonna be really, really, um, and you know, controversial. Here. I really don't believe in long-term, uh, long uh, term, long uh, term, long distance relationships. I really don't think they can work long term um and uh, you know and if for you to get to know someone they need to be in your locality they need to be near you and so i i am very anti long distance relationships for that matter but anyway on that note let's wrap up so dr liz tell us how can we connect with you where can you find you on the internet oh thank you
1: so much um you can reach me at uh, my website which is dr or um on facebook i'm dr liz jenkins i have page and um, and personal page and business page and then on instagram it's at dr underscore liz underscore jenkins Um, and i'm always doing little videos of me and different things but always training always offering Um, feel free to reach out to me and um, there's also a connection call if someone wants to have a complimentary chat with me and I can just see if there's something I can offer and share with them that will make things a little better or a little easier for them in their, in their life or their relationship.
0: Thank you so much. So, if you are listening to us on the podcast, and the links that Dr. Jenkins just mentioned will be on the on the show notes. And if you're watching us on YouTube, then down below in the description section, once again, we'll have all the links you just mentioned. Go check her out and see if she can help you build a better relationship. Thank you so much, Dr. Liz. Um, we have time um, back in Monday talkies, but it's been a pleasure talking today. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you for listening to me and Dr. Liz today. I will be back on another Friday feature with another amazing guest finding out how they change their life by changing their mindset. Until the next time, this is Gull Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gullkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book Laws of Money from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.